Welcome to the first episode of Poised on Purpose, a working mom's journey to high achievement at work, home, and in self. My name is Lauren and I am your host. I'm so excited that we're here today because, I mean, I can't even believe I'm here, honestly. Um, I have tiptoed around my purpose for quite some time and I'm very just passionate about all the things we're going to be doing here and I can't wait to share them with you. So to give you some background on what Poised on Purpose will be about, it's going to be a journey, my personal journey and experiences as a black millennial who is a wife and mother um, who works in corporate America and is just trying to also find time for myself in those list of roles, my friends, and just to do the most I can possibly do out of life. I want to make sure that I have left no stone unturned that God left for me. Um, And that's what we're going to be doing here. So just a little bit of a a background story about me. I uh, went to FAMU and FAMU was the start of so many wonderful things for me. It was where I met my husband, where I met my best friend, and it's also where I started my career journey uh, through a relationship with the School of Business and Industry. So after I graduated from college, I immediately started, uh, well, I interned before I graduated, and then I started my very first job, which was a travel job, uh, visiting clients. And so I started out my career all cool with a free, well, it wasn't free, but I started out my career with a um, very low priced vehicle that was a company car. <laughs> and I was driving around consulting clients and living my best life while my husband and I were dating. Uh, we were in different states at the time. So I started my career kind of as I was starting my relationship with him. And within the next year or so, we were engaged and married and um, pretty quickly started our family. So I graduated from college and then maybe two years, two or three years later, we had our first child. And that just kickstarted my journey into motherhood. So since then, we've had mm, in total between me and my husband, we have three children. We've lived in two apartments, three townhouses. We've bought and sold two homes and are currently living in our third one. And we've lived in three states in total. Um, And now we have two goldfish as of Christmas. So we've had a pretty exciting life uh, thus far and lots of just things that we could not expect along the way. Um, My husband and I are very happily married. And sometimes I hope that we can talk about that here on this podcast. I wear a lot of hats, like I said, Many of them are ones I don't tend to talk about often on a regular basis. One of those hats, which kind of falls under the motherhood category, is that my oldest daughter has Graves' disease. Um, So that was an unexpected life event that just recently happened that we are working through figuring out how it impacts our life on a regular basis and how to make sure that we're supporting her through that. So we, she started school last year, so she's in first grade now. My middle daughter is going to kindergarten next year, and my son is basically getting ready to be potty trained. So we are still in the fray of early parenthood. Um, in terms of who I am as a person, you guys might stop watching or listening after this. I'm kind of a nerd. Um, I have a type A personality if you were to meet me in person, but... I think that that's actually just practiced. It feels like just doing 
a job or doing things I'm supposed to do to welcome people in and be a nice person. But I'm really an introvert. I'm really usually like, like to stay in the house, like to keep to myself. I'm not a morning person. Like my husband knows not to talk to me if I haven't had my coffee. Um, when we were, were both up, like ironing our clothes and stuff, we just don't talk anymore at that time. Cause he, he's learned. Um, but I, I love to dissect how people think. I love to spend time with people because I love learning their motives, love learning about the things that they're interested in, um, because I like to use those things to help them, even though they don't ask me to. I don't give out unsolicited advice, but usually with my friends, as I learn more about them and their desires and their goals in life, I can take things that they've said to me and feed it back to them in a way that they can like feel full afterwards. Like I really am doing a pretty good job. Or if I just tweak this one thing, I can do that thing I said I was going to do. And sometimes it's just that they need the encouragement that, you know what, you are doing all the things you're supposed to be doing. And based on what you told me, you're right where you're supposed to be. So give yourself a little grace. Um, and then, I mean, kind of even more personal, I am very much so into gaming. That is what I do in my free time. I like to stream on Twitch. I like to play the cozy games, or that's how I started. Um, my gaming career started out with Pokemon when I was in like middle school. And since then I have evolved to uh, everyone's 2020 game of choice, Animal Crossing. I'm into Disney Dreamlight Valley now, and I've just gotten to be more childlike in my desire to get to know myself. Cause I think a lot of the things that I enjoy doing and that let me have a break from the many roles that I wear, revolve around just letting go, being more free, having a chance to laugh at myself and not take myself so seriously. And um, there are lots of really great communities associated with gaming and cosplay and all of that. So I don't know if we'll really be talking about that here. Um, we'll see. But just to let y'all know, I am a very multifaceted individual. Uh, besides that, I am a faithful person. I have known Jesus for a very long time. Well, I'm 31. Am I 31? I am. I don't know if that's considered a long time, but I, I grew up in the church and I developed a relationship with Jesus um, very early on in life because I was surrounded by a lot of praying and just great people who wanted to be good to others and do more for others than they would for themselves. So I tend to be faithful in everything that I do and every big choice. And when I remember the little choices are rooted in asking God for direction and what I should do. I definitely prayed before I even cut my mic on to record this episode. And yet somehow I'm still very nervous about it. Um, so outside of that, though, the things that I am really good at that I can I cringe saying that I'm good at it, but I am. I am really good at helping other people organize their lives and their career. Um, and organization starts with identifying that you've got something going on that needs to be fixed. So if you describe a situation to me, very easy for me to say, okay, well, let's break it down from the beginning and let's look at it in these small manageable pieces and we can figure out where the root cause of your issue is. And then we have to move on to deciding is it a reorganization issue? Is it a lack of resource issue? Like what is the issue that, you know, the root? So let's say that your root cause is that, you know, you don't get to spend enough time with your kids. 
what's the tangible, like, what, what do you mean by that? That's what I mean when I say, what's the issue? So the root cause is you can't spend enough time with your kids. The issue is that you work a very demanding schedule and you need to figure out how to rearrange it so that you can spend more time with your kids. That's, or that's what you think the issue is. It may or may not be once we break it down. But anyway, I digress. I'm very good at identifying um, those points and helping you talk about the issues and finding out what the real issues are and how they're contributing to the root cause. And then there's a third step of really determining whether or not you have a solution that is feasible. And if you have been in a position like I am and had so many things, responsibilities, people counting on you, and you feel like you really don't have room to mess up or you feel like you don't have room to or choice to not do something because you're out of steam or out of energy that last one can be difficult to admit and uh there are things that come up like in my case for example i know that my child uh my two-year-old he's not sleeping through the night very well but in having my other two i kind of have realized that my kids all go through phases where they don't sleep and then they do. And sometimes no matter what anyone says, I'm telling you, all the experts, all the moms, all the grandmas, they say, do a routine, give them a massage, do this, do that. And I'm not gonna say that those things don't help, but ultimately my kids have all chosen to sleep through the night in their own room when it was the right time for them. And that's what I mean by feasibility. You can get all the best advice for your situation in the world, but if you know or you've experienced that something just isn't going to work and it's more of a, I can't change this, so how do I sustain myself so that I'm mentally able to get through it? Then that gives you hope. Um, I don't believe that there's any problem that you can't either have a change or a solution to or shift your mindset to address dealing with the problem. So we'll talk about that a lot here. Um, and we'll also talk about how to manage unexpected change because I've had a lot of that and how to use it for your good. But as I've been, you know, rambling a little bit, let's, let me read my actual bullet points that I wrote because I, if you're still here after this, then you're meant to be here and hopefully this is really for you. So without rambling, here are some things you can expect to get from this podcast. Tactical tips for navigating through the parts of parenthood that no one told you about. And that's, you know, mothers and fathers, because I, I have experience with both my own experience and my husband's experiences. And maybe we'll maybe we'll hear from him sometime. Uh, giving yourself grace to navigate change or welcome a mindset shift. The intentionality of wifehood, because we all know if you've got all these hats, sometimes you're a mother. Well, you probably are a mother a lot more than you're a wife, especially if you have toddlers. And that can be tough to admit and tough to uh, when you step back and think about all that you're doing, like, why do I got to step back and try to be an intentional wife? Because I've got all these kids to manage and why can't he be an intentional husband? And I will tell you that you're right. You should both be intentional toward each, towards each other. But because I have experience with wifehood specifically, I will be talking about the intentionality of that. Uh, finding yourself in the midst of all the roles you play. That's the journey we're going to go on together. Exploring hobbies and interests. I already mentioned some of mine to you, but I'm still working on finding some of those. Uh, professional branding. That's a little bit more on the career side. I am very, um, I don't know. I like talking about professional branding because I'm about the small details. I love looking at people's um, 
everything from your presence, how you speak, how you put together a presentation, how you network with others, how you dress, how your meeting presence is, all the things that make up your personal brand. I love talking about them and I love helping people pick their own brand and their own style. It doesn't have to all be some cookie cutter situation. Whatever your brand and style is, if you stick to a plan to be consistent, that's all that matters. Um, So yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Navigating the workplace as a black millennial. Boy, that could be its own podcast by itself. But we're gonna get into that. Um, Strategies to plan your way out of anything because that is what I do for like any anytime I have a problem we got a strategy we got a plan we got a new calendar and that's not everybody's style but I have found that my style of planning organizing and calendarizing has been able to be done by me and then broken down to match other people's styles and I that might sound kind of confusing but essentially the way my mind works I have to go through my process of writing things out organizing them looking at them on a calendar And my husband, for example, isn't that way. So if I and my husband want to get on the same page about something that we want to have a strategy on, I will go to my corner and do that. He will go to his corner and do his style of whatever that is, because I still don't know. But my husband, he's able to do a lot of great things. And I don't know how he does it without planning the way that I do. (laughs) But clearly, I don't need to know. That's why I married him, so I can have that balance. But anyway, we come together and I will take what I've done and say, let me communicate this to you in five bullets because that's how my husband works. And my husband will in turn say, okay, I did not create a calendar because that's not my style. But what I did do is create my bullets and I'm going to explain to you how they can work on your calendar. You see what I mean? So even though we may not have the same style of how I solve problems, I can adapt my style to be, you know, to eat to more easily go down if you, you know, if you want to say it that way. Um, And then the last one that I have here is just talking about overcoming failure or perceived failure. And of course, in between all of that, we're going to sprinkle in some faith and encouragement because that's just how I do everything. So this episode is going to be a little bit shorter because I kind of just wanted to put it out there and I don't know. I feel like there's something to be said about when God says go, like you're at a race, he waves the flag and he's like, go. And then you start walking. Sometimes I feel like when God is like, go, you should just run. So I made my little flyer for this podcast yesterday and I'm recording this now without, we'll see. I hope I have intro music jingles, but I might not because I just feel like if I don't get started, I'm not going to start. Um, Because despite all of my many accomplishments career-wise and having an amazing family and starting this journey of finding myself again, I still too struggle with acknowledging that I have a gift or that I am skilled enough to help other people with something. So I hope that if you're listening to this and whether it's work, personal, um, any situation that you have where you're thinking that you are being underutilized and you have so much more to give, but you're afraid to give for some reason, just do it anyway. Like this is your sign. We're waving the flag. It is time to go. It is time to run like you're going to win a race and there's going to be a big shiny trophy, a big prize, whatever at the very end of it. Like sometimes when God says go, we just have to run. 
And even if we don't know exactly what the prize is going to be, based on what I know about God, even if that prize is not here today on earth in this life, I will get a prize if I just run and stay in the lane that he has put me in. So um, that's it for today. I I really hope that this is helpful to someone and um, we'll see what our first episode is going to be about. But this is just your introduction to me, my life and my style of communication. So y'all take care and I'll see you soon. And until I do, make sure to stay poised on your purpose.